In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Good morning. What a joy it is to be back with you here at All Souls. I was here in September on the Feast of St. Michael and All Angels for a special midweek confirmation service. That got us caught up with last year's delayed confirmations, and now we have a whole new group today. One of the signs of a vital congregation is a large number of confirmands. And that is one of many indicators that All Souls is vibrant and healthy. I give God thanks for you. And I am so grateful for your ministry and that of your rector, Father Yoder, in this congregation, in this community, and in our diocese. Today is an important day. Not only the sixth Sunday of Eastertide with confirmations, but also, of course, Mother's Day. I will attempt this morning to share some thoughts that will weave these various themes together, but without going on so long that I interfere with Mother's Day brunch. (laughs) One of the great temptations of the Christian life in modern times is an excessive individualism. Our wider culture is so radically individualized, so self-centered in the truest sense of the term, that it seeps into our faith life to corrosive effect. In its most extreme form, it becomes the spiritual but not religious, have-it-your-way spirituality of those who leave organized religion altogether. It is easy to fall into the trap of individualism, even with confirmation. For example, seeing this as a purely personal achievement a kind of graduation, but in the church. How often it is the case in some Episcopal congregations that families see confirmation in just this way, not as the beginning of the mature Christian life, but as a graduation from church to a large degree, hoping that youth will return eventually as adults for weddings and their children's baptisms. I am deeply grateful that that is not the case here at All Souls. Now, don't get me wrong. Confirmation is an achievement. The result, especially in congregations like this one, of a sustained and serious commitment by the confirmands and their families Today is indeed a culmination, 
a joyful confirming of the baptismal promises made by or on behalf of our confirmands, worthy of celebration. But I want to point us to an important theme in our scripture readings today, a theme that urges us to think of this day and our faith more collectively. Jesus in our gospel is teaching his disciples about love. And not just any love, but loving each other as he has loved them. As he has loved them. This love is friendship. So deep and self-giving that its fullest expression is what Jesus himself did, laying down his life for others. Our confirmations today, as a sacramental focus of the Christian life, are about friendship with Christ and with each other. Those who are confirmed are being strengthened by the Holy Spirit. This is not something you have chosen, but something God has chosen for you. That you would go and bear much fruit, fruit that will remain. This is not an individual calling alone but one you share with your fellow confirmands, and indeed with all the baptized. You now have a ministry ahead of you, a lay rather than ordained ministry for most, but a shared ministry nonetheless. When I was a parish rector, I used to teach the adult confirmation class, I didn't have to. I had several associates, as you do here. But I wanted to. In fact, it was one of my very favorite classes to teach. Because these were adults who came from other faith traditions and who were so eager to learn about this Anglican expression of Christianity. Now, the adults in my former congregation typically met for eight weeks minimum. The youth, of course, met longer, leading up to the bishop's visitation. As it turns out, it was usually Mother's Day as well in my former parish. Well, one year, we had what I fondly called the confirmation class without end. I taught them for their eight weeks. The bishop came, and they were confirmed on that Mother's Day. We had a nice party the week after. And then the group got together, and they decided that they wanted to keep meeting. And they did, eventually without me. They met together for several more months. They loved learning and praying, and they loved being together. Now, I'm not suggesting that 
for you all. But I would suggest that you are being called today to a special kind of friendship. A friendship with each other and a friendship with Christ. A friendship with Christ and with each other like that of the first disciples. A friendship that will propel you into the world to bear much fruit for God. May this confirmation not only strengthen you for service in the church and the world by the power of the Holy Spirit, but also bind you ever closer to each other and to Christ in holy friendship. Our relationship with God and with each other is like, as the gospel says, a vine and branches, grafted and intertwined and impossible to separate. Today, we also, of course, celebrate Mother's Day, which is not in our liturgical calendar, but is nonetheless important in our families and in our communities. Mother's Day can be a complicated day For not everyone had or has good relationships with their mothers or their children. Many have lost mothers to death, and some long to be mothers but are are not. There is a wide range of emotions on Mother's Day. Still, it is good for us to hold up motherhood and to celebrate those who play this sacred role. It is also best understood not as a recognition of individuals only, in this case mothers, but as the lifting up of the whole family and a reminder of its sacred character. Our epistle reading today reminds us that we love because God loved us first. God is love, not in some saccharine way, but as the very essence of strength joined with self-giving. God created the universe out of love, made humankind in his image out of love, and gave his only son to us by that same love. And so when we love God back, and when we love one another in the ways that God intends, rightly ordered, we participate in that divine love. Our human love in the ideal harmonizes with the divine One of the most prominent examples of this is in the marriage service, when we are reminded in our Book of Common Prayer that the love of man and woman signifies to us the union of Christ and his church. So too, the love of motherhood, the love of a mother for her children and children in turn for their mother, exists 
because God loves us. All of our loves, properly directed, reinforce the others so that our love of God amplifies our love for our family and friends. And the love of family and friends amplify our love for God. This perfect love casts out fear and forms us more and more in God's image, that is to say, in the image of Christ. That is why if there is hope for humanity, it will come not from government or from our achievements or from purely human institutions, but chiefly from twin bulwarks. The church including holy friendship, and the family. Now, this is all rather theological, so let me be practical just for a moment in closing. Confirmands, continue to be actively engaged in the life of this church, as I know you will, and remember that you have been called by God today to a lay ministry of service with your fellow confirmands. You are to be light in the dark places of our world by God's grace. Don't be afraid. Look and listen, and the Holy Spirit will tell you what to do. Cherish these holy friendships you have made in this process. Be true friends to each other, true friends willing to do what is needed, even if it is inconvenient or costly. Be willing to show up when a friend is in pain or when they need to hear a difficult truth. To the mothers and mother figures here today, thank you for being a symbol of God's sacrificial love. Thank you. You likewise have a sacred calling, perhaps the most sacred of all, to bring life into this world and to nurture it in the love of family. A legend says that at the end of his long life, St. John the Apostle, Jesus' dearest friend, limited the sermons to his flock to this simple exhortation. Children, love one another. When asked why he repeated this very brief message so often, he said, This is the Lord's command. If you fulfill it, that is enough. My sermon today is well past a simple exhortation. But St. John's words say what most needs to be remembered. God's children love one another. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, 
go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.